be obedient, my little deviant. Together we will find the right ingredients. We will stir the goop that is the horror soup. And the last thing you will find is a spaghetti hoop. There's eyes and flies and anything that dies. There's a nasty surprise in every Welcome to Teeth, guys. If you didn't know, Teeth takes place in Springfield. Which is very odd. Those and those why did they like were those CGI'd oh, power definitely. plant like powered plant yeah, things? For sure. That was not real. <laughs> with like, with, I'm confused. Like, I don't know if that was like CGI'd, like little, big old power nuclear power plant bullshit, or if those were like cardboard cutouts <laughs> that they just like pasted to the back of the shot. <laughs> it might have been that as well. It was so absurd. Like, that was the one thing in this movie that I had no recollection of. And not only, okay, so I saw this movie in like 2007. I saw it like again in middle school, again in high school, and I rewatched it again like last year. And then I did not remember that at all. I don't remember those power plants That's being so there. funny. As soon as it started, I was like, oh, yeah, The Simpsons. And then, like, they show, like, the family's house. And I'm like, fuck, that looks like The Simpsons house. It's, like, super low, <laughs> like, flat roof. Like, <laughs> it is so fucking insane. Like, and I guess that's how we explain the fact that this girl has teeth in her vagina, right? Yeah, it's like a, it's, it's a mutation caused by the poisoning of the power plant i think it might also be the reason why her mom's sick okay well that's just like cancer that's different from like this girl with like a whole fucking dentata (laughs) issue yeah whole fucking dentata issue that's what the movie should have been called i don't and the fact that they think anyone knows what dentata is and at one point in the movie that guy goes oh yeah i know what vagina dentata is is just that is just so fucking irresponsible that is i mean insane. I've, I've heard about it since before this movie look here's the thing though that kid was like 15 or something probably right probably yeah because i don't uh, yeah they were definitely all in like high school right? oh yeah That's for sure doing that uh yeah yeah because so, nobody gives a fuck a nobody gives a fuck movie. about purity fucking youth group night after high school like nobody fucking fucks around with that shit anymore let's be realistic dude i remember even in high school when people just said the words youth group to me like i felt like i was gonna vomit <laughs> it it made me feel sick to my fucking stomach. uh so i i spent a lot of time in youth groups in fact i used to run one and uh my my experience uh with that Really, really made me view this movie in maybe a slightly different light. Uh, first of all, like, there's a lot about this movie that I fucking hated, and it's not about the movie. It's just because that shit is so fucking real, and like, just purity culture and abstinence only fucking sex education is the most fucking bullshit thing. And so, this is what I think this movie is really kind of about how that makes women in particularly feel because like 
they basically like teach you that like you're a fucking monster and like don't look at the JJ's and like whenever the the high school teacher and they like they're like doing sex ed in school and it's like they see the picture of the penis but they're not allowed to see the picture of the vagina like it makes it sound like you're like this terrible evil monster thing and it's fucking misogynistic bullshit and it's it's real and it fucks with people's heads yeah, it's pretty great. Like, the movie isn't about actually having teeth in your vagina. It's about how when you're in this purity cult, like, you're going to assume that there are teeth inside of your yes. vagina. It's <laughs> fucked up, man. And, like, people actually go through... I mean, obviously, this almost plays it to humor and stuff, but, like, people actually go through this as fucking trauma. We kind of joked about it, and we were like, oh, no, all of the kids, like in this little church group or whatever are way more fucked up than she is for having teeth in her vagina. Like those kids are fucked. Dude, there was one point. Cause okay. So for anyone that doesn't know what this movie is about, I like this, this is near and dear to a lot of people like in their middle school era. Cause when this movie started like surfacing around, it was like, what the fuck is like, it was, it was the talk of the town. Honestly, it was like, <laughs> there is a movie about a girl with teeth in her vagina. And everyone was like, what teeth in her vagina? I was like, yeah, dude. Like at one point she like eats some dude's dick with her puss. And everyone was like, holy shit, I have to watch this. So like, that was what I experienced with this movie. And what it is about is quite literally that it's about a girl with teeth in her vagina. And <laughs> I will say, aside from all the truth to this movie, I think it's good. It has some of the best, like, dick trauma that I've ever seen in oh, a movie. Oh, fuck. You're, you're, you're not wrong there. That's for sure. Uh, I didn't... So I I never seen this before today, and I just didn't... I had so much fun knowing <laughs> that you've never seen this before, watching this with you. I just didn't know. So I, I, I had heard about the movie. I knew the general idea of what it was about. I think it was even on Netflix at one point. Um, yeah, it was. I, I, I was so happy when it resurfaced <laughs> on Netflix. I was like, I haven't seen this in forever. Yeah, so I'd scrolled past it a million times. I'd seen like the, the little cover image of like her in the bathtub. And I just always thought that it was uh, maybe, I don't want to say more serious than it actually is, but that's kind of what I mean. Like I thought it was like a little bit more like dark, I guess like, like maybe, mm. I don't know. Like I'm kind of comparing it to like Jennifer's body, not just because it's a woman who kills a bunch of men, but like, I guess that is why I'm comparing it. Like I thought it was almost like a, a darker, like feminist message type of movie. And then like, we start watching it and I'm like, holy shit, this is like a played to humor, like B movie. Like it's scary. Like she has teeth in her vagina, but like, at one point, you have a guy just screaming, "Ah, it's real, vagina dentata!" Like it's a B movie in in a in a great way. And I just those are the kind of movies that you and I love to watch together. And I didn't know that this was that kind of movie. No, it is. It's like one of the best ones too. I'd actually say, like, I think this was like, I would say that this in like some light is a cult classic. And actually, that's what I forgot. To mention earlier, when, well, when I started talking about like what this movie is about and whatnot, you were mentioning um, 
how all the other people are like way weirder than the girl with teeth right. in her vagina, and it's because it's an actual fucking cult. Like, there's one point where she's trying to give a presentation, and they're just like, she's like not finishing her words, and they're like taking over her. They're like, it's because of the serpent, the serpent from Flana, and I'm like, what the <laughs> fuck are you even talking about? Like, I don't know what these words you're using, but I know you're getting them from somewhere dark. You're you're the yeah. devil. All of you. Are yeah, the and devil. I can tell you as someone who was a youth pastor, that does not happen. You you start talking oh, and the kids no, are like, the kids are like, what the fuck are you talking about? Yeah, no, you get you get it. Like these kids were so young and you're getting them to follow this and terrifying. remember these things. I wouldn't even remember that today. Yeah, exactly. It's fucking terrifying. Those those kids it's scared like, the shit out of me, dude. I would fucking leave. Like I don't care who I am. I don't care who you are. I'm leaving. You oh, guys, absolutely. You guys are fucking scary. I I think the two scariest things in this film are the cult kids. And then the STD blanket in the sex cave. Well, also the fact that every single dude around her is the biggest creep in the world, which is obviously like they did that to the effect of like, okay, well, we're not going to be able to show too much of a chick with a like teeth in her vagina if it's not if the, all the dudes aren't creepy. Right. But at the same this time, this poor girl like, needs this. like a positive female relationship in her life, like desperately. <laughs> She just needs a female friend. But actually, I'm also going to argue with myself, too, because why couldn't they have shown, like, a female going to, like, you know, finger her or something, like, and just, like, her going, like, oh, no, or, or like, oh, yeah, because as we see in this movie, her vagina is actually picky about who it chops up. <laughs> it's uh, it, it seems like it's got a mind of its own until she kind of gets to a point where like it's 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 almost like it's dictated by her emotions in the moment. Yes. You know what's kind of weird though too? I thought like watching this movie again it had me wondering like who wrote and directed this. I thought it might have been like a woman, but it's not. It's some dude named Mitchell Lichtenstein. Yeah. Lichtenstein? Lichtenstein? Which, which which makes you wonder like like there's always a little bit of that that like given the specific subject matter, uh, could be problematic. But, like, the idea that essentially if she loses control of her emotions, she could accidentally cut a guy's dick off. Like, Yeah, but that's kind of fun. <laughs> exactly. It does it in a fun way, so I, I'm not upset about it. It's not, it's not problematic. It's fun. She has teeth in her vagina, and she can chop your dick off. It's fine. I just, well, Mitchell wrote and directed this, so I just want to know, like, when did he, like, how, uh, this was his first movie, too, like, this was his debut, he had a wow. short, and then this, so, like, this was his plan all along, <laughs> and I just really want, and he looks, like, fairly old, too, and this came out in 2007, so I'm like, Fuck. I just want to know the steps, like, Mitchell, how did you get to this point in your life? Yeah. Right? Is that a, is that a fair I question? I think it's a very ask? fair question. I think that we we should find him. Yeah, I kind of want to know what's up with him because he made like a couple other films after this, but one of them's called Happy Tears. So nothing that we've ever heard and of. Then, and then one's called Angelica, but like I think okay, let me look at these descriptions again because I looked at something. Uh, two sisters return home to deal with their ailing father, only to face some surprising situations. I feel like that's already going somewhere weird. I just want to know, like, what it is, you know, when he's sure. doing teeth stuff. Um, and then his other one's Angelica from 2015. Some psychological and supernatural happenings following the birth of their child. I just want to know what's in this guy's head, I guess, is what I'm 
Same. I don't know, man. I feel like uh, you've had some pretty good luck reaching out to, uh, you know, creatives in the field from time to time. And this seems like a guy who probably hasn't spoken up much about his creative endeavors. And you might be able to get him on the podcast. You don't think so? Oh, wait. I. Oh, my God. This all makes sense. He's from Ohio. Every, I don't. Everyone from Ohio is just like. Hey, uh, I'm from Ohio. I'm going to make some movie about a girl with teeth in their vagina. That makes perfect sense. <laughs> that's that's everyone from Ohio. <laughs> that was actually all I needed to read. Uh, I'm very close to Ohio, but I, too, have a pretty strong distaste for Ohioans. Actually, here in the Midwest, we uh, <laughs> we say that Ohio is the Texas of the Midwest because, like, they're really big and, like, Anytime you meet someone from Ohio, just like anytime you meet someone from Texas, they're going to make sure to let you know that that's where they're from. Oh, yeah, I know, because I had this college class, and then, like, the teacher was, like, you know, asking everyone for their name, and then, like, something to, like, remember them by or something, and the first thing this girl says is, from Ohio. (laughs) And I'm like, and then literally he just called her Ohio after that. But then I forgot, like, one day I went to go get her number, and I was like, hey, uh... Oklahoma or like Idaho or something like that. I was like, "Hey, Idaho," and then she like came over and then she was. Uh, we just started talking and then she's like, "Oh yeah, well, but it was actually Ohio." And I was like, "Oh, so I didn't remember your name or <laughs> where you were from or or." And the I was place. like, "That's a very, it's a very me thing to do." Yeah, it is. I'm not. I my memory is not like my strong my strong suit. <laughs> Doesn't go well for me, dude. Have you ever like? Do, are you good at remembering people's names? I when they first introduce themselves, it depends. So in the line of work that I do now, I meet a lot of like clients, and I they tell me their name whenever I see them, and then I immediately dismiss it because I'm never going to see them again for the rest of my life. So it really doesn't yeah. fucking matter. Uh, but in other areas of my life, I have had to be really, really good at mem- remembering names because I meet people that I am going to see again and again, and I hate being that guy. Yeah, I hate being that guy, but it's just so hard for me. Like, if I usually, if I have a conversation with someone, like, or like a decent conversation with someone or something like that, like one on one, then I can remember their name. Or, like, no, that's really it. Like, if you tell me your name, I'm going to forget oh, yeah. it. I'm not going to remember it unless we talk for at least like 10 minutes and there's some something interesting that went on in our conversation or something or something that I could like note back to like, oh, you're this guy because of that. I mean, we've been friends for like almost a year and you you still forget my name, my name half the time. So, dude, there's like every once in a while I call him and or like he calls me and I look at my phone and I'm like, who the fuck is this guy? like who is this guy it's probably from ohio yeah and then he'll answer and then i'm like who and he'll be like i've done shows with you we talk every week and i'm like oh that dude that white guy yeah you meet a lot of (laughs) you meet a lot of white guys they all just kind of blend together after i know man we all look the same especially the irish ones they all look like mitchell lichtenstein (laughs) they all look like uh toby alex whatever the fuck what the, the the oh you talking about Alex Turner? Yeah, Alex Turner, the first first dick removed in the movie. Dude, that guy like they just have this fucking dude strutting around like he knows everything. Like he's like, well, no, he doesn't know anything. He's strutting around all shy, 
but like cool guy. Like he he want he acts like he's dressing like a nerd, but then he always has a pair of like really dark like you know biker guy sunglasses guy's like at the ready him. so that he can look like a really cool greaser guy at any given. He's moment. the fucking worst. He is absolutely the worst. Like I hate those guys that like know how fucking cool they look, but they just act like <laughs> you know. I'm just oh, I'm so shy. Like you know, like God, God looks the other way when I put it in a girl's butt. <laughs> <laughs> like I, I can't stand, I can't stand that character. Yeah, me too. Uh, I hate the guy, and he ends up being uh, kind of a rapist. So yeah, fuck that guy. Like he deserves to get his dick chopped off. Let's define kind of, but we'll get to that because that guy's totally a fucking oh, yeah. rapist. Oh, yeah, but like, let's let's also say that he was like, oh, I had sex one be- once before. Meh, meh, meh. Like, well, you probably fucking raped that girl, too. Like, That's exactly what I was thinking. I was like, there's no way that was consensual yep. after seeing how you treated this girl. Like, after you're, especially after you're acting all fucking shit. Never trust people that are acting like, oh, I'm so shy and I, uh, like, Never. no, they're... They're fucking dangerous. Never. Actually, I think that's kind of the moral of the story in this film is all the people in life that you shouldn't trust. Or that like you think you should trust, you shouldn't trust. All these are all the types of people that you shouldn't trust. The the shy guy. Gotcha. The guy who anytime anyone refers to themselves as the hero, like at all, don't trust that person. Bad idea. Anytime, yeah. I mean, a a doctor who puts off the fucking vibes that that doctor puts off, the old man at the end who picks her up hitchhiking, like you should be able to figure this out. Like, don't trust these people. I guess maybe don't trust white men is really the point that I'm trying to make. Always like have a shifty side eye anytime you're interacting with a white man. Yeah, it's true. They all are white men, except for maybe that last old guy, or he could have just been really tan, but he was some kind of, like, brown toothless. That's true. That's true. <laughs> so, I guess we should set up the dynamic for this movie. By the way, this did not make much money, which makes me really sad. I feel like I feel like this should have been popping. Like, could you imagine if right now... I feel like this actually shows how how big of a... Uh, maybe Maybe, like resurgence in horror movies there is like now compared to 2007 because this comes out in 2007 it only made like like three hundred thousand dollars because it had a two million dollar budget believe it or not damn yeah and it all the box office was only at like two three two point three four million so i feel like this did not make a lot of money but i feel like if right now someone was like hey and this is this is just like under the guise of this movie never existed. Right, but right. Someone's like, hey, there's a movie coming out and this girl has teeth in her vagina and she's going to eat people's dicks off and shit. That'd make a lot of money right now, right? I agree with that statement. Like, that would make like a, like at least 20 million right now. <laughs> just based off of like that synopsis. I don't know about that, but I definitely do think that it would be a lot more popular if it were released today. I, it, it it seems kind of like a product that existed out of its time a little bit. Like it wasn't, you know, a a crazy eighties B horror movie and it wasn't like a super slick stylized two thousands movie. And so it just like didn't catch people's attention. And that's pretty unfortunate because it actually is a good horror film. It only caught the attention of, like, middle schoolers, because I think that was just, like, we were the ones all talking about it. I think it was one of those things where, like, it sounded like something that would be fake, 
that you would like hear about. And then like you go watch the real thing and it wasn't what you thought it was going to be, but it actually was what you thought it was going to be. And also it's incredible. This, it was the happiest part of 2007 for me (laughs) easily, but you know what? Okay. So the movie starts out with what looks to be like two younglings and exploring their like man and womanhood or like, mini man and womanhood <laughs> but like it just kind of end like they're just sitting in a pool and the boy is like ah my finger and then like the parents run over and you look at his finger and it's just like fucking mangled like the just the tip of his pointer finger is destroyed and then we see the opening teeth sequence so you're like oh so if you if you like Maybe if you'd watched this movie and you hadn't read a synopsis or you didn't know what it was at all, you're like, okay, so what the fuck happened to his finger? But just knowing that this is about a girl with teeth in her vagina, you're like, oh, so this kid mm-hmm. put his finger and mm-hmm. in, in that well, they were doing that weird stuff in that little pool right here, and then now his little finger got destroyed. Yep. Yeah, it's not a good look. No, it's it's not. And then it just kind of is like, teeth! <laughs> and then it turns into the... Well, actually, no, it shows us like... Science stuff. Science. It looks stuff. like it's about to be like Osmosis Jones for a Fucking second. Fucking cells forever. Why was it doing that? Cellular mitosis. Because those were the those were like when she was like being formed in the womb. That's what was happening inside of her vagina to give her teeth. I think they should have just showed like vampire teeth or something. I don't know. <laughs> it's weird. Or just like a drawing. The movie of, is like, not scientific, just, but like, it keeps circle. trying to make itself scientific. Maybe it was scientific. Why do they never explain the power plant? <laughs> you would think that maybe like the dad would work there or something, but they never bring it up at all. Or they would just be like, oh yeah, maybe this is why my vagina went haywire because of the... Nope, no? it's because of the Native Americans and the Polynesians. <laughs> Whatever the fuck she said. Okay, guys, don't think that we're just being racist right now. Like, I'll get to that because that is like a line that I wrote down at some point. You're just like, oh, the Polynesians are turning me into a vagina teeth person or something. I'm like, okay, well, I don't know, man. The Egyptians, all that Early shit. Early Christians and Jews, too. They were in there. The Greeks. It was fucking. Is that. That's. uh, Yeah. We'll, we'll get to that. So anyway, we see this blonde chick immediately who's like talking to a bunch of kids about purity and like, you know, you all have a gift. And if you give that gift to anyone on the street, is it still a gift? And then me and James were like, no, yeah, that's still a gift. You can give a gift to random people. It's still a fucking gift. I can give a gift to a stranger. It's still a gift. Yeah, it doesn't make it any less of a gift. But then she go, then she just turns into like, <laughs> like, like a snowflake Republican, like you know those Republicans that are just going around on like Facebook, like, oh, you fucking snowflake. She just turns into that because she's like, no, it's not a gift, it's a handout. <laughs> fucking bullshit. I, I, I hate this bitch already. <laughs> that was so fucking funny. <laughs> Oh my god! I I literally thought that she was about to start calling like anyone who has sex a snowflake. I forget. Uh, I forget that that chick's name. There's that like blonde like Republican reporter chick. I think her name's like Tony something or other, and she just always says like the most ridiculous bullshit on Twitter. She she was basically yeah, that, that was, chick. She she played Dawn in Teeth. Yes, I, I like her. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> entertainment value. So she's uh, this this little blonde girl, Dawn, not not the reporter chick. I actually don't even know who the fuck you're talking about. <laughs> she's feeling very pure, but then she sees like some curly haired dude who literally just like. He looks like he looks like he's trying to be some Alex Alex Turner, who is like the Arctic Monkeys lead singer. For anyone that doesn't know, oh uh, yeah, um, she, yeah, he's trying to be that, and then she just falls in like lust, like pure lust. She's like, dude, I want to bang that guy, that guy with the curly black hair. That's my kind of guy. But we got to get married first and drink champagne. Hey guys. It's your friendly neighborhood me. Are you ready for some football? Because <laughs> I'm not. Because here at Horse Soup, I don't even know what a sport is. The biggest game of the year is upon us on February 7th in Tampa. And it's time to get your balls feeling <laughs> super. Our partners at Manscaped TM are here to tell you to join the already a lot of men who trust our manscaped products for their dick and balls needs because guys you know what i just get this this big old shaver and i just use it to shave my (laughs) big old balls just in time for the sporting season because you know what goes well with sports and beer balls mine and everyone's face but you know what only if they're clean so thank you, Manscaped, and thank me for making sports awesome. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code HORRORSOUP at Manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at Manscaped.com. And use code HORRORSOUP. Tackle your pubes. <laughs> with the, That's a tackle. And win the Super Bowl in your pants with Manscaped. Haha. <laughs> that was odd. Her mas- Yeah, she has this masturbating session where like she slowly removes her blanket and she's like, I'll fuck this guy, but only if we're getting married and it's beautiful. And then she imagines a dress on herself and everything. And, and she even like she does stay true to his character because they do like these weird, like, like awkward face things to each other over and over again. <laughs> that's supposed to symbolize, like, I don't know, them falling in love or something. Yeah, but uh, that's a fun dynamic. And you know what I didn't like? The the mother and daughter. They like when we first see them, they climb on the bed with each other and they like kiss each other on the lips, it's like too down much. the chin. And I thought they were gonna go farther. It's too fucking much already. It made me so uncomfortable. I thought they were gonna like start like scissoring or something. <laughs> Like, I don't know, man. I feel like I'm pretty, like, open to, like, shows of affection more than probably a lot of people. But, like, this this is too much. She is too old to be jumping on a bed and kissing her mom on the mouth. like. And then her mom is like, let's talk about young people stuff. And I was like, <laughs> oh, okay. I don't like what's happening here. I've seen this video before. And I don't know what it is about someone with blue eyes a hawaiian shirt and gray hair but it just made me so fucking uncomfortable dude this guy doesn't even look like a human being he looks like a fucking android i didn't like i don't know how often i see people with blue eyes and gray hair so maybe it just really creeped me out but like he had this weird like 
almost like a scene girl pixie haircut. Yeah. But it was like grayed hair and then he had blue eyes and then like this button up Hawaiian shirt that all together just like all on their own would have probably been fine, but together made me feel so uncomfortable. He was just terrifying. A really scary guy. And that's the dad. Yup. And he's like, I don't know, he looked like he was like about to get cucked by the mom and the daughter. <laughs> It was just a weird dynamic all around. But then I guess the dynamic gets weirder because we're introduced yes, to the does. brother, Brad. And, like, he kind of just, like, rudely interrupts everything because he's just, like, listening to Screamo music. And it's, like, it's so funny, too, because it's – I will literally say Screamo. I'm not going to say post-hardcore or anything like that, like, because it's literally just screams. Like, every time it cuts <laughs> to him, it's just like <laughs> – it's some kind of like acid fucking trash metal like it's it's not no good. it's not it's not good it's not good no it 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 is not it is not it's literally just the scream parts of like <laughs> scream two thousand seven post hardcore bands <laughs> that's all it is it's a, don't it's it's not thrash it's not anything else good it's literally just like these weird it's it actually doesn't sound terrible yes it does but. But the thing is, it's just screams. It sounds like Jesse Pinkman should be doing meth to it. Well, I mean, the guy looks like Jesse Pink- Pinkman would be doing meth, like, but in a different like world he's, where he's bald and has, he's like, the Ohio version of Jesse Pinkman. He has chops. He's the Ohio version. Totally tracks. And he also kind of looks like he would be in a band like, uh, uh like Lincoln Sevenfold. <laughs> that works. Or like, he's that vampire with like the the shaky face oh, yeah, in the yeah. first episode of True Blood. Yeah, for sure. Because he has those tattoos. Yep. Just the, it's just like the tribal, random fucking spiky. tribal shit. Spiky tribal. Yeah, spiky tribal on your bicep, spiky tribal on your neck, just a bunch of spiky tribal shit. Yeah, I kind of like that guy. But, you know, that that's good. And these kids these kids go to, go to the movies at one point, like Don and then like the curly-haired guy and everything. They go to the movies and they're like, okay, well, we can't see a PG-13 movie because of hardcore makeout sessions. And then they're like, all right, so let's go to this animated movie. And they watch some stupid fucking animated movie. The friends are making out. And then like Don and the Alex Turner guy are like, oh, that's kind of weird. And then, like that's a little bit spicy, like mayonnaise. And then after the movie, they head over to like this this fucking cave. <laughs> where it's like it's just like uh, some falls like right it's just like a waterfall like some water and then there's a cave where they're like over there people fuck yeah why do you think people go in the cave <laughs> like oh it's, it a, was a, it's pre- a sex cave well, do, well you made a really weird po- or you had a weird take there where you were like why would you go to a cave to fuck when you could go in the car and I'm like you know what me just think just being the person I am I would probably rather have sex in a cave over a car. Cars are annoying. Dude, I'm not I'm not fucking in a cave. I don't even want to go in the cave. I'd fuck in a cave. I'm good. What's wrong with the like what's what's the what makes a cave worse than a car? It's nature. What's wrong with nature? It's messy. You wanna fuck in nature? No, it's just too fucking messy. The, all those parts are sensitive. I don't need to get like fucking dirt or anything in places I don't want it, like it's fine. You know what, Aunt James? If we're being completely real, you have much less chance of getting nature stuff in you than the other party does. Well, depends on what exactly you're doing. You know what I mean? What exactly are you doing that nature is getting inside of hey, you? Hey, you never know, my guy. Gotta open your mind to new experiences. 
You're saying that where you're like, no, car and bed only. <laughs> you're telling me to open my mind to new experiences when you're like, nature, I would never. I just I just feel like in general, sex is so goddamn uncomfortable. Like, I, I don't need to be any less comfortable during sex. Like, I don't need to be on a wet rock. Like, I'm good. James, the king of uncomfortable sex. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I asked, no, dude. Last time I had car sex, my knees hurt, so I'd take a cave any day. <laughs> All right, your knees would have hurt right. in the cave too. It's a fucking cave, bro. That was a spacious cave. And then, and then bats are gonna come out, and like it's gonna be a whole thing. They can join in. Oh, okay. Come on, man. Open your eyes. <laughs> you're the kind of new horizons, bro. The kind of guy who leaves the dog in the room. He he gets upset if I if I put him out of the room. <laughs> He'll just keep barking, man. But then, but then he barks in the room anyway, so it doesn't work either way. And sometimes he just moves in for a lick. Nobody knows where it's going to end up. It just happens. You know, man. You never know. Sometimes other people just want to join in. It's fine. You know. So. Yeah, so they're t- they're looking at this fucking cave, and they're like, all right, well, this was fun. And really, nothing happens in that scene. They kind of just look at this cave. They're like, all right, well, that's cool. We'll it was talk just about so that, that we know later. that the sex cave exists. Yeah, we just had to know that it exists. And then at the house, after um, Brad and his boyfriend and his girlfriend uh, fuck, she like, starts putting on her single-leg fishnets, <laughs> which made me like actually really incredibly angry. Because I was like, that. dude, like you did not have to take those off to have sex. <laughs> Cause it wasn't like they're just socks. Wasn't... They're just like long socks. Yeah. Why did you take those off, dude? Like that sounds like it was more of a pain in the ass to get those off and put them back. I don't know. Maybe I'm just like focusing on like little things. But I thought that was really stupid. But then like after they're having sex, after she gets her fishnets back on, he's he like kind of sexily like rubs uh, a dog tree oh, around God. her mouth, and she's like she kind of looks really confused. Like she's like I think I like this, but wait, no, I don't like this. Like what are you doing? And then he, like, tries to make her bite it. She's like, Brad, what the fuck? (laughs) (laughs) I I still think, I think I finished the movie not knowing what that scene meant. You're right. I kind of forgot that it happened. I I guess it just shows us Brad's really fucking weird. And he also has some kind of weird connection with his dog. Yeah, well, I'd say he has a really good connection with his dog by the end of the movie. Yep. Kind of a sexy one. Yep. So before we find out about the sexy stuff, Arctic Monkeys has a heartfelt conversation with Don, and he's like, yeah, so um, I'm a virgin. And they're like, oh, okay, cool, yeah. She's all happy. And then he's like, it's like a dot, dot, dot in his eyes. In his eyes. So and for anyone that doesn't know, there's a loophole with God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. God's loophole. It's in your ass. Yes. So that's when they're like, okay. And then Don's like, okay, well, it's all right because you're probably stronger now because of it. As if, like, butt sex was the fucking Vietnam War. (laughs) It's like, dude, you're not like, you didn't just come out from this battle and emerge, you didn't emerge victorious. Like, you just put it in a girl's butt. (laughs) What are you talking about? (laughs) Oh my God, stop. So that's how, that's how, that's Don's take. But Don can only, uh, you know, there's, Actually, no, we already talked about this. this is, I just wrote down, like, Don can only get off through thoughts of marriage. Yeah. 
So she was also watching a movie with like some creature like two minutes before she started jerking off. And then right as she's about to touch herself, she imagines the teeth creature. And then like she stops herself and she's like, oh, oh, purity, 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 purity. <laughs> which also is very alarming because you know that that's just how everyone feels. Oh, my God. In this situation. It's fucking ridiculous. It just pisses me off to think about it. But it's funny when there's teeth in their vagina, right? Yes. That makes it enjoyable. Oh, okay, so that's good. So Dawn starts feeling guilty, and then she's like, she calls Alex Turner, and she's like, hey, dude, so we can't see each other anymore. But, like, and he's like, oh, I know. And he, she's like, not even in a group. Not even in a big group. And I feel like <laughs> I want to tell that to a lot of people in my life. <laughs> Like, I want to have that call, just like a really personal call with everyone be like, yeah, so we can't see each other anymore. They're like, oh, well, that, okay, yeah, we don't see each other that much anyway. But like, not, not in a group, not in a big group, not even in a social setting. Not, we can't be at the mall at the same time together. Not at a fucking show. Like, I just, we just, we just shouldn't. We shouldn't. Yeah, like, we, me and you, we don't exist, bro. (laughs) Yeah, there's definitely some people I, I would like to say that to. For sure. And for some reason, this guy was, like, so understanding about it, too. He's like, oh, yeah, you're probably right. Yeah. <laughs> oh, fuck. And then, um, Mr. we go back to Mr. Brad, and he- <laughs> he's just, like, arguing with his girlfriend in the other room. <laughs> and, like, you just hear him, like, yeah, you look a lot better with a dick in your mouth. <laughs> I-, I still think... That, like, the real fucking victim of this movie is Brad's girlfriend. Like, that poor girl. What the fuck did she sign up for? Like, get out of that relationship. Why is she even in that room? Like, exactly. the room that he's living in, it's just, like, very hollow. Like, there's nothing really in there. There's a bed in the corner. There's a little counter with a gun on it. And then there's just, like, pictures of, like, girls' asses all over. But then it's, like... It looks like moss for walls <laughs> or like and then some um, kind of weird cutout so the dog can be outside and inside at the same time like it's literally like a hole cut in his wall <laughs> with just the cage like poking out so like his dog can only get in if he unlocks the cage and it's only to kill people otherwise the dog is outside <laughs> It's so fucking weird It's disgusting it's a very disgusting room he is a disgusting person and I feel very very bad for this young woman yeah, and then he he looks like, dude, what does he even? Look? He looks like like neo Nazi Hyde from that '70s show with yeah. tattoos. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, that's good. It's so fucking weird. Like the fact that the, this girl is with him is very alarming. Like I don't know, she needs she just needs like someone to call. She needs someone. she needs to make some better choices is, is what she needs to talk to Dawn and be Dawn's one like female friend to help her through this vagina teeth madness. Well, no, all she does later is go like, "Oh yeah, I heard your mom screaming, but Brad just said that moms scream sometimes." <laughs> That's like the only thing that she brings to the table this entire movie. But we'll we'll get to that too, I guess. So, yeah, they have that argument, and then after this argument, Don is like, okay, well, I gotta go have a talk with Mr. Brad. And then he, he's like, you know, you know I've always wanted to bang you. You know that, like, that's our destiny, right? Like, we've wanted to bang each other, like, forever, and once we bang each other, it'll be fine. And I'm The like, weirdest okay. fucking thing. It's, there's a really weird dynamic between these two. It's, it's And at alarming. this point, 
I mean, I guess I'll kind of spoil. We learn that they're like step siblings, but at this point, we yeah. don't know that. We just assume they're birth siblings. It's like this guy is real fucking weird and incesty. Like, what is happening? Insanely incesty. Well, I guess it's better that they're step, but not really. Not really, but slightly. I don't know. They're still raised together. Like, like. He, I mean, he's still disgusting. Your... He put his finger in her when they were like five. So yeah. I mean, I I don't know, man. I think we me. I asked you the question. I was like, okay, so <laughs> how does this whole step sibling thing work? Because I guess we'll just talk about that real quick. Later, we find out that he's mad at his dad because his dad married her mom, and he was like, Dad. I loved her, and you married her mom, but it's like, okay, so you've been in love since you were five then? So, like, if, I don't know, if mom, Don's mom and Brad's dad are just dating, is it weird if they start dating later? Yes, probably. But yes. then, if if Brad got dibs when he was five, who's in the wrong, him or dad? I still think Brad is in the wrong, because I don't think you can call dibs when you're five. But what if Brad did call dibs when he was five and he was like, no, I love this girl. Like, this is the love of my life. And then dad's like, you know what? I married the mom now. You have no chance of being together. I think that that takes uh, all of the agency away from Don. What if Don was in love, too? I don't think that you can be in love at five. What if it was Romeo and Juliet with Don and Brad, and they were like, we're meant to be together, and then the parents got married, and they're like, what do we do now? Here's the thing. I had that with, like, six girls growing up, so I just don't believe that that bullshit's real. Hey, man, I remember when I was growing up, I was, like, uh, I was in love in, like, third, like second or third grade, and I was like, fuck, man, I can't let, like, our parents meet. Like, what if, <laughs> what if some shit happens, and then they get married? Then I'm screwed out of this. <laughs> You know, man? Yeah, yeah. So maybe we should we should normalize dibs when you're younger. You could ta- no. if you're if no. yeah, if no. if you're <laughs> no. If you're a parent and you have a kid and they're 5 and they're like, "Dad, don't marry her mom because I want a chance with them." You need to respect the fucking dibs. And you know what? You know what, Brad's dad? You got to go find a different girl and you have to you have to see if this love is going to flourish because you know what? they from, call dibs. From that perspective, when you put it that exact way, <laughs> I, I, I do kind of think you're right. And in, in the fact that as a parent, you should always do your best to... Your child's best interest pr- first. Pr- at least provide the most amount of open doors and opportunities, right? Like, like there's, there's, you can't always like you know, control everything, but, like, you should be like, yeah, we can leave that door open for you someday. Like, sure. Yeah, man. You leave it open for them, and then if they... <laughs> then if they if they break up terribly, then you can go marry that mom so you can force them <laughs> to be together forever. <laughs> and that's how you take your power back as a parent after your kid calls dibs that's and you want to punch him terrible. in the face. <laughs> That's how you do it, man. That's the most vindictive shit I've ever heard. Look, dude, I'm just trying to be progressive here. <laughs> so I think we figured this all out. Dibs is important. Dibs is important. Dibs is important. Dibs is important. <laughs> so 
Now, uh, I think we're at the point, we're at around, uh, we're getting, cl- okay, so we're like close to the sex cave. So Don invites Alex Turner to the bang cave, and then they giggle excessively for like three minutes, like, <laughs> oh my god, oh it's my so god fucking this is so fun. And then at one point, Alex Turner's like, this does not feel wrong at all, as they're <laughs> kissing, and he goes in for a boob grab, which leads to Don saying, purity, and like, grabbing his hand purity off for a boob bitch. and holding his hand. What? Purity, bitch. Ah, ah, yes, purity. <laughs> but the purity doesn't last long because they go into the sex cave um, to cuddle. Actually, no, I, I'm going to take that back. The purity does last long. This guy's a dick. Um, they go to the sex cave. I couldn't remember how this happened as I was writing the notes. So I'm going to go ahead and say, like, yeah, it does last long on one person's end. Um, yep. So they go into this sex cave to cuddle up in this STD-written written blanket because it's like everyone just uses this one blanket that's in the sex cave, I guess. Fucking disease blanket. Yeah, you don't bring your own blankets. You just use the ones that were provided from the hotel. Disgusting. And then they start fooling around, and Don is like, okay, I don't like where this is going. Like, I'm still pure. Let's leave. And then Alex starts to get extremely rapey, and he utters the line, I haven't jerked off since Easter. It's like, to which I okay, say, sir. That's fucking your problem, my guy. Exa- um, that's completely your issue and no one else's. <laughs> Sir, this is an Arby's? Like, fuck, go to the bathroom? <laughs> and also, like, what time of the year is it? Like, how long has Easter been? And, uh, like, literally, my question is just, why? Like, you, can you not jerk off if you're purity? In, I, in some, like, religious teachings, they would say masturbation okay. is, is not okay, and it's a sin. Okay, so... I also think that's bullshit, but we don't need to get into theology. It's fine. So he's been pure since Easter. I don't know what time of the year it is, but I'm like, you're fine, bro. And if he's really if he's really worried about God and whatnot, why is he worried about jacking off? Like, God can't see you jacking off, but he can watch you rape a girl? Apparently. I don't get that math. I think it's just that, like, in this moment, like, the temptation is too much, and I'm a fucking toxic man, and I need this, and you owe me. Like, it's that kind of bullshit. That's fucking stupid. And, I mean, you know, once once rapey, always rapey, so fuck this guy. Yeah, I'm pretty sure his butt stuff probably didn't go all that swimmingly last time either. Are we even to believe that he did butt stuff? Um, not necessarily. I think he just raped a girl. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I don't trust this guy. I think he just raped a girl. Well, because then right now, like he's tried, he's already getting rapey, and then he accidentally, or like it seems accidentally, but I'm sure it was on purpose. But he like accidentally slams her head on a rock, yeah. and he's like, "Oh, hey, are you okay? Are you okay?" And then like she's literally just like passing the fuck out. So he's like, "Okay, well, I guess I'll just stick my dick in anyway." Like, all right, dude, that's not what you do, you piece of shit, dude. And then I'll Don never like starts to wake it. up. It's insane. And then Dawn starts to, like, get him off. She's, like, pushing him. And then Alex is like, you're still pure in his eyes. Like, what? But you're not? What the fuck? <laughs> and, then, and then he starts screaming, and then Dawn pushes him off. So you know that the teeth grip down on his dick. Yeah. And then when she pushes him off, it rips it off. And I guess, like, her, her vagina does this thing where it always spits everything out after. <laughs> which I think is pretty great. It's it's good. It needs to happen. Otherwise, like, you know, she's got stuff stuck up in there. Well, I would say this is one of the best reveals in any horror movie ever because she pushes him off. He screams. And then you see, like, it's like 
it's like the sleepaway camp reveal, except the dick is removed. Because <laughs> the bush is the same. I feel yeah. like it was almost like some kind of homage. I think so, too. Because it looked fairly similar. <laughs> yeah, for sure. And then it's just bloody all over his fucking bush, and then his dick just kind of, like, falls onto the floor like this severed peni. It's it's bad. It's I mean, in, in a good way, it's bad. It looks great, though. That's a great severed penis, dude. Yep. Looks really nice. They made a good dick. <laughs> Make a few of them. And, oh, they make a good amount, dude. That's not the only severed dick we see in this movie, which is pretty great. <laughs> it's like, it's awesome. And then he kind of just doesn't know what to do. So he just decides to jump into the water. He's like, ah, ah, and then just jumps in the water. So you're like, okay, well, that guy just, you're just dead. Yep. You're not making it out of there. Nope. And then she's, after this, you know, she's feeling kind of bad. So she doesn't do so good at the next purity cult meeting that includes, like, actual chanting that we were talking about. Where the kids are like, the serpents. Yeah, it's fucking so weird. Like, okay. But this bitch is like, she's spiraling and spiraling. And these kids are just chanting in place of it. And then also, uh, like, even worse than her spiraling, or maybe this is because she's spiraling, she's wearing pants and a sweatshirt under a dress. It is the most, like mid-2000s Christian thing that I've ever seen in my entire life. Like, I'm pretty sure I knew girls who dressed like that. But it's absolutely ridiculous. It's fucking disgusting. Like, it's if, like I if you're going through the trouble like that. that you're doing right now, just don't wear the dress. You're already wearing a shirt and pants. Why do you need to wear a dress on top of it? Yeah, you're already being modest if that's, like, what you're going for. Like, you don't need to put a dress on top of other clothing. Dude, it's that fucking Lizzie McGuire-era Disney channel where they would just, like, layer all of these teenagers with ridiculous amounts of clothes. Like, people actually dress like that. And then it made people actually dress like that. Yeah, I don't know, man. The two, like, the early 2000s were a weird time for female clothing. Yeah, they were. And, I mean, other things, too. That was one of the things that, uh, as soon as I saw her, I was like, oh, shit. Like, when did this movie come out? And you said, oh, seven. And I was like, damn. Like, she has shockingly normal-looking eyebrows for 2007. Like that, that was, like, the height of the, like, super thin, almost no eyebrow era. Yeah, she actually had, like, today eyebrows. Yeah. I'm, I'm good for her. That's good. That's great. And I actually, even for, like... Dude, even though, like we said, there's a B-movie, even for, like, as far as actresses in 2007 go, I think she was a pretty good actress. Oh, yeah, she did a great job. Like, I act, like obviously, there were some parts where it was, like, it was very over-exaggerated and weird, but I thought she did really good. I liked her. Oh, yeah. I have I have no complaints about her performance. I think the doctor's terrible, but was, he's supposed oh, to be. Oh, the doctor so. was fucking ridiculous. <laughs> Her name is, oh, wow, she's still really pretty. She still has good eyebrows. Uh, Jess Weixler. Uh, this is definitely her most known movie. She's still acting today, though. Dang. Yeah, she's, uh, wait, what? There's something called Hell House that she's in pre-production for. Is that like a remake of Hell House? Huh. I don't know what that is. I don't either. Yeah, no, uh, but good, good job, Wexler. Good on you, Jess. Keep those eyebrows uh, in tip-top shape. Yeah, I like that chick. She's cool. Um, yeah, so anyway, what, what, what part were we at? Oh, we're at the business card guy, huh? Oh, fucking business card guy. I mean, his whole origin is he just shows up at one point. He's like, he gives her a ride home from somewhere. Oh, it was after the purity cult thing. He just runs into her. She's like, oh, hey, what are you doing here? But we don't even know who the fuck he is. Or maybe he was in the movie earlier. I don't yeah, think so. Yeah, we saw him at high school for a second. 
Okay, so we just saw him for a second earlier, and then he's like, hey, I'll give you a ride home. So he drives her back, and then on the way home, he's like, hey, uh, or after he gets to her house, he's like, hey, so you want to go out with me? And he gives her a business card, even though he's like <laughs> he's like 15. I was like, where did you even get these business cards done? <laughs> I don't think Vistaprint had the free option back then. No, it's very odd. <laughs> and um, gives her a business card, and then he's like, drives home and then he's like i didn't ask her out good enough so i gotta go back and knock on her door obsessively forcefully like an asshole dude anyone that ever like there's i've only had that happen like two or three times but literally like people that came over and like knocked or rang my doorbell like that never invited them over again never talked to them again oh my god if someone were to knock on my door the way that this guy knocks on this door i would react the exact same way that brad does even if well, yeah, i know he's them, going like, like fuck off like, they're just doing, like, that insane knock, and it's like, dude, I will fucking murder you. Yeah, yeah, no, you don't get to come in. I'm I'm going to step outside, punch you in the face, and tell you to fuck off. Like, get off my property. <laughs> and that's literally what Brad did, except it was under the guise of, like, hey, man, only I can fuck my sister. Yeah, And then he punches not, the guy in the face. Not a good look, Brad. No, not a good look, but I will say that, like, the punching him in the face is how I would react to someone, like, absolutely knocking like that. Absolutely. I even get pissed off whenever I order, like, DoorDash or some shit, and I select the option to just leave it on my doorstep, and then they fucking knock. Like, oh, I get so mad. I get instantly angry. I'm like, I said just fucking leave it. Do you tell them not to knock? It's like an option for them to either, like, knock on the door and hand it to you, or to just leave it on your doorstep. It's like, no, just fucking leave it. You're already going to send me a text message when you leave it to say it was delivered. I was going to say, like, if you don't get a delivery notification, I get that. But if you do, then, eh. Yeah, you're already going to give me a notification. I, I, I specifically said, just leave it. And maybe it's, for me, it's because I have three fucking dogs. And, like, as soon as someone knocks, all the dogs are losing their shit and everything. Whereas if they would just, like, leave the food and then walk away, I could just walk out and grab the food and no one goes crazy. Like, they don't even know that the person's there. Uh, my my r- issue rant used to over, be, like... Sorry. Well, when I specifically didn't want like knocking or something like that, I would say like just text me, and then like when they specific when I specifically put like text me, and then they would knock anyway. I'm like, oh well, fuck you. Now you just woke up. Whoever I was trying to not wake up. Right, right. Fucking obnoxious. Don't knock on doors. Just don't knock on doors in general. Just don't do it. Yeah. Why do we have wooden doors? We should have like squishy doors. Unless you absolutely have to. Like, look for every other option to contact someone <laughs> before you knock on their fucking door. Okay, well, I guess we should outlaw door knocking, I guess. That's the point <laughs> it's of like, this episode. It's like, it's like texting first, phone call second, like, fucking send me a letter if you can't do those things. But if it's really that important that you can't send me a letter or, like, leave a fucking note on my, like, a post-it note on my front porch or some shit, then I guess you can knock. Like, if someone's dying, sure, you can knock. There's some interesting uh, rules you've laid out, James. <laughs> So you really don't like lock- knocking in any instances? No, even even like any of my like actual friends, they don't knock. They just fucking walk in. Okay, well, yeah, I mean, that's what if the door's locked? No, uh, I guess that's the difference between me and you. Yeah, no, I lock my doors. I, I ain't paying with that fuck shit. Yeah, mine's basically never locked. Well. Don't, don't, don't dox me. It could get real bad. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, like, that's just... <laughs> It's just like some some very crucial information you're putting out there, James. Nah, I'm scared. <laughs> I don't know, man. Um, 
come come find me in Kentucky. Sounds like you Kentuckians live a cushier life. Wouldn't say cushier, just different. You, you leave a door unlocked around here, you're definitely getting robbed. Yeah. No, there's never been any like robberies or break-ins in this neighborhood ever since I've lived here. No, yeah, you leave your doors locked, you're still getting robbed. But if you leave them unlocked, <laughs> you're definitely getting robbed. <laughs> you know how many times I've just like accidentally left my car unlocked, and then you come inside your car and it's just destroyed? Yeah, I, that used to happen uh, when I lived in Muncie, but that does not happen here. No one fucking goes to or lives in Muncie, you idiot. Yes, they do. It's a bunch of people who went to Ball State University, didn't finish their degrees, so they couldn't get a job, and they end up selling meth and breaking in cars instead. No one even knows what Muncie is. The fact that you live there is disgusting. I don't live there. I lived there. Yeah, that's what I said, (laughs) and it's disgusting. It was disgusting. You're right. Oh, my God. It's the worst place in the world. It's the you know, armpit mo- of the United States of America. I'm moving off from this. That fucking business card kid got punched in the face, and Dawn isn't doing so good, so she's like, all right, I'm going to go visit the sex cave. And she yes. visits the sex cave, and she Why realizes- Why does she go the- back? Why does she feel the need to go back? She want- She was having trouble like coming to terms with whether or not that actually happened. Okay, so yeah. she went. So she went back, and then she sees the severed penis getting crabbed. And that's the only reason that this movie got made. Should I explain to people what crabbed was? You can if you people... want. I think it's better if they just try to figure it out. Do you think they get it? What I don't know that I get is, is that the kind of water that would have crabs in it? It doesn't no. seem like it. No, no, that was just some random like little, it's little just like fall a, area. It's just like a little river with a little waterfall and a little, like, you know small pond area beneath it. I don't think that there's a lot of crabs in those waters. I would also like to know specifically what kind of crab that was. It looked blue. It was a blue crab, and, like, I've seen crabs before, but every every area I've seen with actual crabs, they're the red ones. <laughs> yeah. I think blue crab's an East Coast thing, right? Is that what it is? I think so. Like Maryland blue crab? I think that's a thing. Okay, well, maybe that was just a... Because, yeah, I think the crab, the crabs in, uh, (laughs) you're going to fucking hate me. The crabs in, uh, what was that movie? I know what you did last summer. I'm pretty sure the the crabs in that trunk are all blue crabs. Oh, were they? I think so. And that's in, like, Maryland Uh, or some shit, right? I think you're right. The ones that are all over that dude from the Big Bang Theory, Leonard. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember that. I think you're right. I think those are blue crabs. There you go. Interesting. So yeah, that dick is getting crabbed. So she screams <laughs> and she throws her purity ring off of a mountain because she's no longer pure. And then she looks at some uh, diagrams of a vagina, which also she like removed a sticker from a paper, like by just like <laughs> by giving it a bath. It underwater. Yeah, by giving it like a water bath, like just keeping it like perfectly submerged underwater. And I don't think that works. I don't think you can remove a sticker like that. I think you should try it and get back to us. I think I should try it just because I want to know, but like. I know that's not going to work. I would like you to try it. There's no way that's going to work. Prove prove the movie wrong. Prove Lich- Lichtenstein wrong. Okay, you're probably right. I don't know. It was fucking weird, man. Um, So she does that, and she looks at this diagram of vagina, and then she looks up teeth vaginas, and she finds like some clay teeth vagina molding online that like solidifies everything for her. So this leads her to go to the doctors, and then she's like, Hey, doctor, can you, can you check for any uh, adaptions? Or anything, which is how she explains it, like word for word. 
Yeah, yeah. Uh, then she ends up saying, I just feel like there's something wrong in there. And, the, and this leads the doctor to just pour a shit ton of lube all over his entire hand, and he's like, let's test your flexibility. Yeah, this doctor fucking sucks. It makes me uncomfortable talking about him. This is the where everyone, every man in this movie is the biggest piece of shit in the world. Like, he, and also, I don't even know, like, why is this, I know he's a freak, but why is this pleasurable for him? Ooh, I, I don't know. I don't know. And like, what I, was I his think goal? That, he, he was trying uh, to fist her? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. It makes no sense. It makes no sense to me. It's very odd, because he, like, he puts, you literally just see, like, that he puts his lube over, like, all four fingers, so he just literally sticks, like, all four fingers inside of, like, this fucking girl, and he's just like, oh, yeah, you're so tight, like, literally saying shit like that, yep. and the girl's like, dude, fucking stop, like, ow, this hurts, and then, like, isn't, I don't know, is 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 it is it the right place to bring this up or not, isn't, like, the the purpose or, like, enjoyment of like fingering someone the fact that they are enjoying it i think so like yeah are you are you actually gaining like sensation just from doing it if they don't like it that doesn't seem right that just doesn't seem right no like 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 you're basically like what are you getting out of it if yeah, like I don't, I don't get it either. I, to me, like the, yes, like to answer your question, to me, the enjoyment is that another per, like it's doing something to the other. Like if it wasn't doing anything to the other person, I don't think I would just finger like, someone. Like yeah, my what? hands in there. Yeah, like what? Like fucking, that's weird, right? Yeah, like it's not like grow up, honestly, <laughs> Mister Doctor. Like what the fuck is this thing? And like I don't fucking know, weird. Maybe dude. it's the, the other side of me where I'm like. What is the enjoyment in fisting someone? Because <laughs> I feel like, okay, my max is always like three fingers. <laughs> like, that's max, right? I guess you can go, like, I don't know. I feel like when you're going farther than that, I'm like, I'm going into like bad territories. Yeah. Yeah. There's always, it, it feels like a risk reward situation at that point. Yeah. I mean, like, I don't, I don't know, man. Like, I've, okay. I've done a thing where I've used my full hand in the thing, but not, like, in one hole. It was, like, three fingers in the vaginal hole, one pinky in the butt, and then a thumb on the clit. So it's, like, you are you can make use of your whole hand, but I feel like if I'm just doing the whole hand in one hole, it's, like, well, this is just... This just doesn't seem fun for anyone. It doesn't. It doesn't. It doesn't. <laughs> that would I be a moment if- where I'd, where it's, like... Is this is this enjoyable for you? It real if if, if, yeah, if it like, is, that's okay. If, like yeah, I was gonna say like if it not... is, all the more to you. But like <laughs> I don't know that I feel like I would just I would just be alarmed and be like, are you okay? <laughs> like are you fine? Are you sure? Like even if some even if I was ever in a situation where someone told me to fist them, like I don't think I would. <laughs> Actually, I know I wouldn't. I wouldn't want to. But like if it if it somehow got to that point what if you where don't my get it back? Yeah, exactly. Where my fist is inside of you, I'd be like, "Are you sure you're having fun? Like, can you like sign like something that says you're having fun? Because this feels wrong." I don't know. I'm not trying to kink oh, shame boy. anyone if you really do like fisting, but I just really don't see how it would be fun on any end. I it's just either. my mind doesn't wrap around it. Yeah. <laughs> so your mind just... doesn't wrap around it. Yeah, and it my my fist doesn't fist. wrap in it. You're... 
your mind vagina doesn't wrap around fisting. It doesn't, dude. It just seems like <laughs> you're going to break something. Yeah, it does. It does. I agree. I don't know, man. Like it I know seems, they stretch a lot, but it's it like scary. God, I guess I guess if you're going to use any fist, maybe use mine. It's very fairly small, <laughs> but like I don't know. I feel like you go you go any bigger than my hand, I feel like there's going to be some serious damage. Yeah. I don't know. That's that's my take. Maybe it's a hot take. I don't fucking know. But that's my take. Anyway, this doctor is a weirdo is what I'm trying to fucking say. But, you know, he doesn't last too long with his four fingers inside because the uh, Drew's uh, or Don Don's vagina teeth chop off all four of his fingers. And then this is when he starts screaming, vagina dentata. It's true. <laughs> it's, it's true. true. Vagina dentata. It's as if, like, if you're a gynecologist, like, every, like, senior doctor just warns you of vagina dentata. <laughs> like, are you fucking it's kidding prob- me? It's probably, like, a running joke, you know? Like, when you're, a f- when you're a freshman and you come in and they're like, oh, yeah, vagina dentata, you're gonna find a patient. And you're like, oh, fuck, what? Really? Is that really a thing? Like, and then by the time you graduate, you're like, oh, it's not a thing. And then you start razzing the new kids and then... Then it happens to you, and then it happens, and you're like, oh, fuck, it was true. Yep, but I mean, as we know, maybe, like, if you're just a good doctor, it wouldn't happen, because as we know, this vagina's selective. I guess we don't know until, like, the next scene, but, like, me and you know. Me and we you know. know. We know. We know. We know. So, you know, this guy doesn't have fingers anymore, and at first, me and James were like, okay, well, this guy's still alive and, like, he knows your name and whatnot, so, like, how are you going to get away with this? But then later we see him, like, getting surgery done, like, to get his fingers back on. They're like, hey, so you don't want to tell us what happened? And he just puts, like, the gas mask, like, over his face. And it's like, oh, of course you don't because you were fucking raping a minor. Because you would go to prison and lose your license for the rest of your life. So, yeah. Yeah, because why would you... If you even tell that story, like, oh, yeah, so I was, like, doing a procedure on someone, and then their vagina cut my fingers off. It's like, wait. I got four fingers in, and then I couldn't get four fingers out. Wait, what? Yeah, and then it raises that question. Wait, four fingers? (laughs) You had four fingers in her. What what was your reasoning, sir? This deep. We know exactly how deep it was because of where they were cut off. Oh, yeah, literally down to the fucking knuckle, too. (laughs) So it's like, okay, sir. Okay, sir. That's fine. <laughs> and yeah, so now Dawn starts riding her bike home, and then she's like, just happens to be like right next to some cops that are heading over to the fuck cave. So she somehow gets there at the same time as them. Fucking and not- Batman, man. Literally like Batman. Like, she gets over there so fast, and then she sees them like removing the body from the water. And, like, that's all well and fine, but also, bitch, how are you here? There's a crime scene with, like, 25 cops, and you're just standing there, like, five feet away watching them remove this body? Just chilling. I mean, the murderer always returns to the scene of the crime. They were totally cool with her being there. I guess, but she's just, like, kind of hiding behind a bush, and I think that was, like, we're supposed to believe that (laughs) they just can't see her. Yeah, because not only does she have vagina teeth, she can also turn invisible. And then not only that, well, now now she decides, okay, well, now that I've already seen this body, I'm going home. I guess I, my time is imminent. <laughs> and, like, <laughs> she goes home, and her mom's just, like, laying on the ground, like, after having, like, a stroke. And then she's like, mom, mom, oh, my God, what's wrong? And then you just see, like, a full shot of, like, what was, like, down the hall. And Brad is just fucking his girlfriend doggy style with the door wide the open. the fucking door open? And I was like, Jesus dude, you don't Christ. even close the door? 
God damn it. It was so funny. Like the, While I his like stepmom's Brad. laying there dead. I'm like literally just like dead, and he's just like, I don't fucking care, dude. And at this point, we still think that that's his actual mom. Yeah. So that's what made it really funny. I was like, damn, this dude does, this dude does not give a shit about fucking anything, dude. Heartless. Shaka. <laughs> it was fucking awesome, man. Like, this is guy, Brad. God. And then uh, Don goes over to business card guy's house, and she's like, my mom is dying, and then I killed someone. Vagina dentata, the Egyptians, the Polynesians, I don't know what to do. And I'm like, bitch, you just said, like, seven different trigger words that if you just walked into my garage man cave, I would send you the fuck out of my garage man cave real fast. Out of here, and instead, no. Business card guy says, this is it. Oh, draws her a beautiful bath? This is my chance. I'm gonna seduce the fuck out of Dawn. Candles? Bubbles? Got some music? Jazz? He has a little vibrating finger dildo. Oh, the Bill Cosby rapey pill? Yep, a Bill Cosby rapey pill for her nerves. Yeah, he's like, oh, this is for your nerves. And she, and she, honestly, the way she's sitting there in that bath, though, is a fucking mood. She's just sitting there with just, like, part of her head poking out. She just, like, gives no fucks about anything. He's like, you want a pill for your nerves? She just takes it, plops in her mouth, no water or anything. Like, no If there's one thing that I can change about my house is I want a tub that's deep enough that I can sit in it like that. Dude, I want a photo shoot, and I want to, like, recreate that image because that was great. She didn't even care about her hair sitting there, like, in the fucking bath soap. Right, yeah, it's it's awesome. I love it. She was honestly a fucking mood. It's like one of my favorite images of all time. But him <laughs> giving her that that Cosby was not very fun. No, no, it's not. Because you know what he says to the reason why I'm even like going very specific, like not even just Rufy, is because he he comes or she comes out and he's like, "Oh, did that pill make you a little bit fuzzy." And I was like, "Don't say fuzzy. What you you know what you're doing? You fucking creep." Yeah, yeah. Well, he uh, he says that so that she won't go to the police. Because she's like, oh, I got to go to the cops. And he's like, oh, no, that pill's going to make you all fuzzy. And then they won't take you seriously, and they'll just think you're on drugs. And she's like, oh, okay. I guess I'll just sit here and dump champagne all over myself instead. Yeah, it's so weird. that. Well, like, oh, no, it's not weird. But, like, as it goes on, it's just like, if you... If you knew you were giving her pills to make her fun, what, like, what, what are you trying to do here? Is he trying to make himself feel better with all these like candles and stuff? So he's just like, no, it's romantic. We're like in love, or well, no, I guess we'll come to find out that he's just he. I don't know. This dude's playing a weird fucking game, is what it I'm is saying. a very weird game because it is it is rapey, but he is going through so much trouble to make it seem like it's not rapey that that almost makes it worse in a way. Right? Like he's trying to justify it to himself or something? Like what is he yeah. doing? Yeah. I don't like it. Don't like it. I don't like it at all. And then like she falls asleep and she wakes up to Mr. Business Guy who's like squeezing her boob and he has like a, a vibrator attachment to his finger, which I've seen those before. Like I remember I opened like my <laughs> stepmom's thing once and I was like, this is what you're using, bitch. Like, really? Like, you're this fucking low class that this is the shit you're using? Like, you're a real just bottom tier. Because who... Have you ever seen someone use that seriously? Yes. That's ridiculous. Get your... Get an actual fucking toy, you fucking broke bitch. 
Are you kidding me? I feel like I could, I could like that is like a thing that I would get out of like a quarter machine. They are, they are very cheap. They are very cheap. That is so fucking disgusting. <laughs> like I hate, I hate just how those things look. It's just they like an extension terrible. to your finger with like little bubbles on it. Right. I don't like those at all. I really don't like those. <laughs> that was my issue. And he does this thing where like they do like close ups like on his face, and he's like wiggling his little vibrate finger as if it's like the sexiest thing in the world. Yeah, it's it's rough. It looks like uh the tingler. Yeah, it's oh my god. Let's not let's not even say tingle when I'm thinking about that little thing. <laughs> I don't like it. That's so, what it looks like. It looks like fucking Vincent Price, the tingler. That's exactly yeah. what it is. Yeah, listen, I don't like it. I don't like it. So he's doing this finger vibrate thing to her, and Don wakes up, and for some reason she loves everything that's happening. Like she just she loves it. It's rough, man, because it's so fucking. You feel rapey so bad and for like, her. You like we know drugged, what's happening. It's but like then no, she's finally Dawn. like, yeah, you know what? Sure, let's go with it. I'm like, ah, oh, fuck, Dawn. Like, and you know, oh. it's it's one of those things that you're gonna like look back on later and be like, oh no, that wasn't okay. And we're just sitting here like, Dawn, no, you're not happy about this. You took a fuzzy pill, Dawn. Like, no, you're not in the right state of mind, Dawn. It's fucked. And then when she wakes up, the guy's like, "It's." he's like, my dick's going to be okay. Because she's like, no, your dick's not going to be okay. The teeth. And he's like, <laughs> it's going to be okay because I'm the hero. And you know, like, you know, looking at, like, at this as a third party, it's like, no, dick. You don't. Well, actually, no, this was really problematic because I was telling James that I saw this in, like, 2007. So this was, like, like, 14 years ago or something like that. So I'm, like, nine when I saw this. And when I saw this, I was like, you know, Don is like reacting like, oh, okay, this is really good and whatnot. And I wasn't like, I didn't really grasp what a fuzzy pill was and all that shit at the time. So like and when so, I first so watched it, you're this you're kind of like, oh yeah, he is the good guy. Like, Yeah, I was like, he's the good guy. I literally thought, I was like, when he was like, oh, I'm the hero. I was like, oh, so like, this is good. Like everyone else was like, they were bad people. And then this guy, like they have a good connection. So now, like, they're good. Like, this is the good guy. I was like, yeah, this is what good sex is like. I don't fucking know. I was nine. And then looking, <laughs> looking back at it now, like, okay, well, by the time it ended, because, okay, uh, spoiler, I'll, I'll tell you in detail what happens in a second, guys. But this guy's dick gets fucked up in a little bit, too. But, like, before his dick gets fucked up, like, I, I, I didn't realize that something bad was going on here. But now watching it, like, older, it's just like, oh, no, every step of the way, this was bad. <laughs> Oh yeah, oh yeah. There was there was no good intent ever. Before I thought it was just the last step of the way where it went wrong, and then now I'm just like, <laughs> oh no, everything you did was bullshit. Oh yeah, it was so stupid. But yeah, he's like, but and now and I'm also back it at was it, just like, to win a bet. Wait, what? The and the whole thing was just to win a bet. Yeah, that's that's the fucking reveal in a second. But like the whole thing of. Of him going like, oh, okay, it, it's going to be okay because I'm the hero. In the past, I thought I was just like, oh, because like, okay, so he really likes this girl, so they're going to be good together. It's like, you know, one of those happy stories. Right. But in reality, it's just him taking advantage of a girl who he thinks is actually going off on the deep head. He's just like, oh, you're crazy. There's no teeth. In it. You showed up at my house talking about, he probably doesn't even believe that she killed anyone. He probably doesn't believe oh, yeah. that there's, he doesn't believe that there's teeth in her vagina. He doesn't believe that the Egyptians and Polynesians place teeth in her vagina. He's just like, oh, okay, this bitch is crazy. <laughs> doesn't so he also say that? Doesn't he also say, oh, I I tamed them or something like that? Something stupid. He's literally like, you could tell he's literally just like, okay with the fact that he's gonna bang a crazy girl right now. Yeah, which you know, if 
any male has ever learned anything, it's you don't stick your dick in crazy, right? Yeah, don't stick your dick in crazy for a lot. Like, don't like right here. It was don't stick your dick in crazy because this girl actually needs help. If you think that everything that she's saying is accurate, <clears throat> and also just don't stick your dick in crazy because who knows? There might be teeth in there. You never know. Or she'll just hit you. I don't know. But any in any sense. There's like three different options here, like three different things that could have been going on. And in any instance, I'd say don't put your dick in it. Yeah, I mean, I, business card guy has two options. When she comes in and is having her little breakdown, you just say, get the fuck out. Or you do like the really good guy thing and like you you help her calm down. You take her to the police or the hospital or somewhere where she can get help. His option is not an option. This is not what you do to stay alive. No, not at all. I, I would say that that's, that's accurate. It's not what you do. <laughs> <laughs> so in the end of it, it pretty much, they start fucking again in the morning. Like she's about to go and she's going to tell the cops that she killed a guy. And he's like, but my finger vibrator, but the tingler. So she comes back to bed and then they start fucking, and and they're like, you know, they're fucking fine. The teeth aren't doing anything. They're like, yeah, this is good. And he's, she's like, oh my god, I guess you are the hero. And <laughs> they keep they keep fucking, and then he gets like a call, and then he's just like, oh yeah, she's right here. And then she's like, what the fuck are you talking about? He's like, Haha, well, I made a bet that I could fuck you. And it's like, okay, even if you made that bet, like this girl was still fucking you at this point, like. You could have just been good. Like, you could have literally just been, like, aside from your bet and everything. You could, because I know this guy isn't getting laid. It's like, you know what? Somehow, oh, yeah. even though everything that was that you did was terrible, like, somehow you prevailed. You probably just could have kept getting laid, but then instead you were just like, oh, uh, yeah, I got a, I made this bet. Why did you even answer the phone? Why would you answer the, like, you made Fuck the bet. Fuck off. Like, what are you talking about? I don't get it. I don't get, like... It's, it's fucking bullshit. It's fucking bullshit. Was part of the bet that they had to hear her or something? Because I don't right. get any of that. Like, he he took such a turn so fast where he just had, like, the biggest balls in the world. <laughs> it was insane. And then... Have you, Don, have you ever answered a phone call in the middle of intercourse? I have. <laughs> no, I have done that. I've done that a few times. Oh, all right, so I'm not mad at him anymore, now I'm just mad at you. Well, no, because his reasoning was stupid. Mine was, actually, you know what? Actually, maybe I can't talk shit on his word. Well, <laughs> no, there was one time where, like, I was having a conversation with someone. Well, I mean, like, I was going to say someone I was fucking, but it was someone I was in a relationship with. But then another friend, too, and then I don't remember how it got to it, but it was just, like, a joke where I was like, well, if you just answered the phone, like, while you were fucking or something, or, like, we're on a phone call while we're fucking, so I was like, it, I literally just thought it would be funny. And actually, I didn't even answer the phone. I made a call. <laughs> <laughs> no, you are a business card guy. You, you can't get out of it now. But we were both okay with the call, and we were, like, both like, yeah, we're fucking right now. Like, this is just what's happening. And then we just hung up. Like, we didn't continue the conversation or anything. It was I, guess that's like, di I guess that's different, because that is kind of funny. Uh, it was pretty funny. <laughs> yeah. His His isn't funny. It's like... Hey, I'm like having this like connection with this person. Oh shit, my 
fucking bro from school's calling. I better give him give him the the what's up. Like, wait, why? Why? Like, finish. Yeah. Like, yeah, fuck no, this th- guy. <laughs> that was way weirder. Like, mine was different. It was literally like, and it was actually funny how it went down too. Because we ended up like we were telling, we we're like, okay, well, next time we fuck, we're just gonna call you because that was just the joke of it. And right, right. literally, next time we fuck, like we just called her and then she answered the phone and we like just didn't really say anything for a second she was like were you guys fucking we're like yeah (laughs) (laughs) and then that was really the end of the conversation it was like oh shit nice okay bye right that's that's funny that's different i thought it was pretty good (laughs) so yeah um (laughs) so he makes this call don gets a little upset so i think and i don't think she made the decision it almost seemed like she made the decision for a second to bite his dick off but i think her vagina just knew that the vibes were off yeah she just kind of like lost control and it's like oh shit yeah and then she was like oh fuck not again well here goes this guy and then she just like (laughs) fucking leaves and then this guy has like a pa system for his mom too in his garage which i was like this is insane i hate it and he go he he fucking well what what do you (laughs) When his dick first gets fucking chopped off, Don Oof. leaves, and it just, like, you get a close-up of dick and balls, and it's just squirting blood out, and you see his, like, dick hanging down next to him, but it's all green and shit, and it, then he picks up the dick, and he tries to, like, put it back on. It's bad. It's really bad. That was pretty fucking great, and then he just touches the PA system, he's like, ma! This guy is, uh, this guy is fucking Stu from Scream. Oh, that was so fucking funny, dude. <laughs> You're not you're not wrong. My mom's gonna be so mad at me. Mom's gonna be so mad at me for my dick getting chopped off. <laughs> oh my god. And uh, oh we also saw Don's boobs in the garage. We did see that. That's true. Saw Don's boobs. Okay. And then uh yeah, no, so now she that's seems done, to be uh, kinda like coming into this like confidence of like accepting, you know, her body and her sexuality, like fuck, I am woman, like yeah. It's kind of an empowerment moment. Yeah, but then it gets ruined by the whole bet thing. <laughs> yeah. But then she remains empowered. No, she does. Chomping his dick off. She kinda... when she when she leaves <laughs> this guy's room is like in a garage, like a garage man cave thing. She just leaves the fucking garage door open. <laughs> oh yeah, she does, huh? <laughs> <laughs> just like, yeah, fuck, whatever. Which I mean, why wouldn't you at that point? That's it makes sense. Oh, it's great. It's just like, it's the ultimate badass move, and I love it. And then back at the house, the dad, uh, he wakes up Brad. Like, he just kind of, like, is over everything. He's like, hey, you got to get the fuck out of this house. And then Brad's like, what? This is the dumbest part of the movie. It's the weirdest weirdest dynamic in the world. Like, he's like, oh, would that cunt finally tell you to kick me out? He's like, fuck you. He just, like, slaps him in the back of the head. And then, like, it cuts away for a second and then cuts back. And you just see, like, Brad jumping on his bed. Just like, come on, dude. Come (laughs) fight me, bro. And the fucking, like, at one point, too, he tells, like, Brad's girlfriend to, like, let Brad and him talk alone. And she just puts the cover over her head. (laughs) Like, she acted like she was going to get up and then she didn't. (laughs) No, she didn't. She just puts the cover over her head, which I was like, that does not make sense. <laughs> but, uh, you know. And then fucking Brad's jumping on his bed, and then he kicks his dad in the chest, and they start, like, full-on fighting. His dad's just beating the shit out of him. He's like, I told you I was fucking done with you! And he's just beating the shit out of him. And then Brad tries to grab, like, his gun off of the fucking counter and, like, doesn't get to get it in time. And then he fucking just sicks his dog on him. Like, he gets the dog cage open, and then, like, the dog jumps on his head and, like, bites him a little bit. He's like, yeah, that's right, Dad, you fucking dick. Why did you Why did you marry your, that wife? You knew I was in love with her. Speaking about Don. 
Yeah, it's fucking weird. It's fucking weird. I don't understand Brad and his father's relationship at all. I don't understand why Brad is still actively in love with Dawn after knowing that he put his finger in her vagina when he was five and, like, something happened. Yep. Also weird. Like, if you're a kid, okay, maybe I get it, you're still curious or something, but then you grow up, and he obviously knows what a vagina is now because he's fucking his girlfriend every time we see him. So right. it's like, you know what a vagina is now, you know what it's supposed to feel like, you know if you put your finger in it, it doesn't come out mangled, so... Like, the psychological trauma, even if you don't remember the events exactly, you would think would cause him to, like, be afraid of vaginas, especially Don's, instead of really wanting to get inside of Don's vagina again. It really makes no sense at all. But then (laughs) Don's, like, mom dies or something, right? And then she's like, oh, well, fuck you, Brad. I'm tired of your shit because you... You know, oh wait, you know what it was? It was when the fucking yeah. girlfriend's like, oh yeah, we heard the screaming, but Brad just said mom scream a lot. <laughs> yeah, Brad didn't do anything to like, may- maybe if Brad would have helped, like they could have got her to the hospital in time and saved her. But also, you know what, that girlfriend's a fucking idiot too, because like, okay, you could get like, okay, mom screams sometimes, but then the door was open, so you probably saw her on the ground. Like, you know if she's screaming and then she's just on the ground, if you know how people work. <laughs> then maybe ignore what Brad's I saying. I think that's the problem with Brad's girlfriend is she doesn't understand how people work. Maybe that, yeah, maybe that is the problem. Uh, it's pretty fucked up. <laughs> so, yeah, the mom dies and Dawn's like, I'm going to enact revenge on Brad because of this. So she's like, I'm just going to let Brad fuck me. And, you know, it's not going to go well for him. So right. R- right in the beginning of the plow, like, it seems that Brad forgot about the teeth incident or something because like right when they start fucking at first he's like yeah haven't you wanted this to happen forever isn't this great and then they're fucking for like one minute and then like he has like a flashback of literally like just his finger and like the bleeding and stuff and he's like wait a minute oh my god teeth oh two plus two is four like dude how the fuck you've been planning this your entire life and you chose to remember (laughs) this right now like right when you start I don't get that at all. Like, yeah. if he, it, like, if he wasn't worried at all, and he was just like, "Fuck yeah, teeth," and he was like happy about, it, but he had like a look of like fear on his face. So I'm like, dude, you weren't expecting that. You should have been expecting that. You should have known. It makes no sense. And then you know, so obviously, she's pretty happy. She bites the dick off, and then she stands in front of the bed, and we just get like this shot of under her legs, and her pussy spits out. The fucking dick, which, by the way, has this big old Prince Albert piercing on it. And she just spits it down, like, right in between her legs. And then the dog fucking hops out of his pa- out of his cage and eats the dick. Yep. And Brad's kind of just like, no, stop. And it's kind of glorious. It's pretty great. It's like, Rage Against the Machine, take the power back. <laughs> it's pretty fucking awesome. And then, like, for some reason, And the Brad's movie like, should have ended there. Why didn't the movie just end there? It should have been, that would have been a great spot to end it, honestly. (laughs) He's like, Don, don't leave me. I think it should have just ended, like, at that exact, like, the exact under the leg shot, right? Like, just when the dick, like, falls out between her legs. Yeah, yeah, that's the end. Yeah, I don't even think the dog had to have eaten it. No. Or ate it, whatever. Yeah, I think, I think it should have just been that. Just that shot and then credits. That would have been great. it would have been perfect. 
But then she gets a ride from this old creepy guy who, I, but I guess that's the B movie of it. You know, she gets the the ride from this old creepy guy who like locks the doors and he's literally the least threatening person in the world, but he's just sitting there like licking his lips and like going like, <laughs> yeah, I, I, I can't quite figure out. I mean, maybe he's taking some pills and, and he can make it work. I, I can't imagine that this guy is even capable of fucking. <laughs> there is no way. This guy's like 90 years old, dude. He has no teeth. Like, he can't even talk. He has no hair. There's no fucking way that guy's dick works, dude. Well, it's definitely not going to after Dom's done with it. Yeah, and then Dom's kind of pissed at first, but then she kind of smiles. She's like, all right, well, you know what? She pretty much decides that she's the Eileen Warnos of vagina teeth. And yep. she's just going to, like, start, like, every time a guy, like, fucks with her, she's just going to fuck him and then, like, buy his teeth off. But that led me to ask the question, like, can she still get diseases? Like, can she get AIDS? Because if she's just out here biting everyone's dick off, I think there's, like, a high probability for a disease here, and it's going to end pretty bad. Yeah, I think that that's the, uh, that's the sad reality of of what would happen to Dawn if the story would continue, is she would eventually succumb to HIV for sure. Yeah, dude, like, woman power, but it's going to go bad. Yeah. So it kind of sucks. Yeah. Kind of sucks, man. So, uh, yeah, there was, like, three kills in this movie. I'd say four, including the guy that dies at the end, because that old guy definitely died. Oh, yeah. No way out of that. Even if, like, even if that old guy just stuck a finger in, and then she, like, bit <laughs> off the finger, there's no way that guy has enough blood to survive. Yeah, he's he's done for, for sure. That guy's done. He had one on the boob count. Uh, we'd recommend this movie, right? Absolutely. It's so fucking fun. <laughs> well, um, what, what would you rate this? Uh, I give it four stars. I think that's very fair. Yeah. Yep. I, I'd agree with that because it's not a five star movie, but it's, it's fucking up there. Yeah. It was, it was super enjoyable. It's, it's funny as hell. I think under all of the, the funniness, even it, it does actually have something to say about, fucking purity culture and just how f it fucks with people's brains and then also just like how a lot of guys are just fucking assholes but i mean a lot of movies tell us that like we know that um but it's one of the only horror movies i've seen that actually kind of dips into like like christian theology and how it actually fucks you up as a kid and uh i think that that makes it super interesting and then it also is just hilarious to see all these dicks get chopped off. Yeah, yeah. And as for the Christian theology, I'd say at least the purity side of it. I don't know any other movie that focuses on that side of it. Right, yeah, yeah, for sure. Because, I mean, this really did it. I think it has a good good message. You purity <laughs> fucks are scary. That's the message. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So fuck, Mary kill. James, obviously, you're going to have Dawn because of oh, who she is. Damn. Um, you're going to have the old guy at the end, and you're going to have oh, me. Good lord. I hate all of these options. Well, obviously, we're doing a vagina teeth thing. You have to have the vagina teeth, girl. I don't know who else to pick aside from the old guy at the end. So those are just the best options. Okay. Well, I... We are going to fuck, you and I. Oh, okay. Uh, I will kill the old man, and I will marry Dawn... Because apparently that's the only way to not get my dick chopped off. You have to, like, legitimately love her, though, and not bet on her. 
<laughs> yeah, exactly. Okay. No, that seems like that seems or, fair. Or, or we or we live a like fucking sexless marriage, or we just do other shit, and I just never put it in there. That's fine too. Like, yeah, that's fine. <laughs> I think that's like really the only options that you had there because. <laughs> <laughs> you can't really like marry or fuck that old guy. He's just you can't you can't be around him, so you can't give him either of those. You have to kill him. Yep. And then yeah, well And then I'm just trying not to lose my dick, you know? Yeah, and then you can't just fuck Don because yeah, you can't one night stand. No. I don't think she'd be well, okay with that. No, you you actually I take it back. I guess you could one night stand as long as like she just feels comfortable with the one night stand. As, as long as, like, it's super consensual and then yeah. you just ghost the next day. I guess that is possible. I didn't think about that. But this is a fuck, Mary kill, so I don't know if, like, you're... This is, like, basically, <laughs> like, on the same par as the bet. Right. Yeah. She, you'd have to be real careful that she didn't find out about it. Yeah, if she finds out, you're fucked. <laughs> well, just make sure she doesn't find out during the sex, I guess. Right, right, right. Which, uh, you know what, I'm going to go ahead and say that's very easy to accomplish. Just don't answer your phone during sex. Just have a really great night with a very pretty woman and don't be an asshole. Yeah, and then you're fine. <laughs> that's insane. So thank you so much to Mrs. Bethany Burnett for donating to the Pick a Movie tier. And honestly, picking a fucking gem, like, this was one of the most enjoyable pick picks in a long fucking time. This is a movie that actually, like, I definitely would have covered at some point on my own. So, Bethany, maybe you wasted your money. I don't know what to tell you, but you got it <laughs> faster than it would have. I pro Realistically, I probably wouldn't have covered it for, like, at least Years. another year. So, like, <laughs> I mean, like, you you sped it up. But eventually, at one point, I would have got to this. Or maybe I wouldn't have. I probably, I, for, I forgot about it for a good while. I think me and Breve had talked about, like, covering it, like, way back in the day. But we just kind of got ahead of ourselves and forgot about it. But this is literally... A fucking gem. I love teeth so much. This has always been one of my favorites. <laughs> yeah, it's so good. It's so good. I was I was really happy to be part of it. Yeah, so thank you so much, Bethany. You're fucking awesome. If you guys want to pick another film for me to cover, hopefully it's as good as teeth, uh, you can head over to patreon.com slash horror soup and choose the pick a movie tier. And James, go ahead and plug your things. Yeah, uh, Night Shift Video, uh, N-I-T-E is, is the way we spell night, you know, like old people do. Uh, but we do, uh, you know, paranormal shit and other like kind of scary stories. And we talk some horror movies on there too. It's a great time. It's a good time guys. Go check out night shift for all your shifts at night. And, uh, guys, if you want to do my stuff, um, it's just horror soup that I have nothing to say today. Go, go find things. Uh, I have a Yahoo. You're smart people. I have other shows. I do other things. Say bye, James. Bye, James. Rubs up, baby, rubs up. Give me horror soup. Give me, give me horror soup. Give it, give it horror soup. Horror soup. Would you like some bread? I'll do you a slice with a pinch of salt. It'll taste really nice. You've done really well, cause this stuff tastes just like hell. Swallow it down, it'll fill up a hole. Stick out your tongue and look out you go. We're having a bite with creatures of the night. Grubs up, baby, grubs up. Give me horror soup, give me, give me horror soup. Give it, give it. Grubs up, baby, grubs up. Give me horror soup, give me, give me horror soup. Give it, give it horror soup. 